Yande boskete baranda doshi kapa rikubeli katara da de dosekete riku baranda dosh. Father, we thank you. Lord, we bless your name. Father, we say thank you. Lord, we say thank you. For in Jesus' mighty name, pray. Happy New Year to everybody. And this is the first time we are missing this year. So very big thank you to everybody that came out this night. That we coming up every other night. Um, the book of John chapter one verse fourteen. Bible said that, and the word became flesh, and then then it dwelt among us. You see, um, because of how do I how do I use this word now? I don't want to don't to, you know. Um, the book of James um, talked about using the anointing oil, you know, to pray for people, and then we saw from scriptures, how man tools, I mean, how um, more like call it, handkerchief from from the body of the apostles were healing the sick and all of those things. As much as those things are important, you know, they are important. We saw it from scriptures that they are being used. We must also be very careful not to idolize most of these things. We must be very careful not to begin to exalt these things above the word of God. I know people know that it's not that the story that they don't believe if, if they come around and you lay hands on them and pray for them until you tell them to bring an um, anointing oil, or you ask them to bring water, or you ask them to bring handkerchief, until you ask them to bring those those kind of things. They don't believe that they they they, they God lives in them, that their hand is an extension. Is an extension of God's hand that when lay hands on the sick, they will recover. What scripture says, we don't believe it. So, as much as we use most of those things by the Spirit of God, you know, as you're led by the Spirit, we use those things to pray for one or two persons. People can can begin to idolize those things. You see, certain people, the way they want to, I know certain, I know a person at a particular time when he wants to when he wants to take his bits, you would think is is about to is about to bleach. He's going to put a particular oil that he got from a particular pastor, a particular water he got from a particular pastor, and that is all. So by the time he missed everything in the water, he is bathing with a, a granite oil as if he wants to fry himself. Getting it? So there's a there's a tendency that we must because God used certain material or medium at a certain time. There's a tendency that sometimes we may want to exalt those material things above the word of God. You know. And this this happens a lot to most of our old folks when they, when they don't see granite oil, when they don't see handkerchief, when they don't pray on water, they don't believe that the prayer that, that that prayer is very heavy. So when you show them the things that the God God says from Scripture, they don't believe it. So there is a need to place emphasis on God's word. And you know, like the, if you if you follow the newsletter today, I sent um, um, email to some of the people who subscribe to the newsletter. And one of the things that I really emphasize on this word is how to profit from God's word. And it's the chat for this night. Some time ago, Pastor Chris shared a very he shared a very wonderful story. He said it was to go for I think um, one of their healing school like that. And he woke up a few days before that day, and he was just very sick. He said he could barely sit down. He could barely stand. Body was so he had to go back to God. I said, Should I shift the healing school? And God told him, he said, No, continue. He said, like that. He went to the healing school. As he was about to get inside the healing school, it was where everything left. You know, he conducted the service, everything went well. Then immediately he was done, and he just left the world to get into his car. The, the sickness came back again. <laughs> everything just came back again. 
So he said it was in a flight, it was a five hour, it was looking. At this time, they had already reviewed back, cast out every demo, everything. He said, I don't even go study. He said, he listened to this and this and this messages of Pastor Chris. God now was talking to Pastor Chris to listen to the word of God from his own mouth. So he said he had to play the message. I said, while he was, he was on a five-hour flight. So by the time he was done listening to Pastor Chris, by the time Pastor Chris was done listening to Pastor Chris, before he got to his destination, he said everything left. Not that he was just healed. Those things never, they never returned again. So there is a need that sometimes even you that is preaching the word, that is giving out the word of God, you may not even place emphasis on it. You are just preaching it because it's an obligation that you must fulfill. Do you get? There are people who say certain things and you don't even believe the things that they say. So if you want to know if people actually the things that they teach and they say that they believe in it, it is the way they, they the way they react, the things that they do that shows the depth and the level of the things that they have said if they truly believe in those things. So if Pastor Chris had to listen to himself, and when he was done, you see, before he was done, everything left. So there's a tendency sometimes that you can, you know, when you want to know if somebody is truly giving to the word of God, is it in, in the face of challenges? I shall not die. No evil shall befall me. This and that and that. And then maybe you are in the midst of maybe um, a failed break and all of these things. And you see people, the level of panic in that place. There's no iota of the fact that they have God's word in their heart. Once anything happens first. I remember there was a joke that was shared with us one time that some pastors, they went to, a, um, to an hospital to pray with somebody. And you know, you are, you are going through pains. In my opinion, as a Christian, I think what you'll be doing is to call the name of Jesus. And the person was on his sick bed calling Marcos. Oh, Marcos, Marcos. I think Marcos was his boyfriend or something. <laughs> so, when you want to know where people's faith is, is in the midst of challenges, when they're in the midst of storm. Remember, that was what Jesus asked the disciples. He said, Where is your faith? When they had to wake him up. So, when you, one of the ways, I begin to now study, one of the ways to profit from God's word, because I find out that you can even be, it can be somebody that studied God's word, but yet you don't believe it. You can study it every day as an obligation, you know, every day you study your Bible, read, but you can study and not believe it. You can study, and when we want to know when you believe God's word is when there's a situation, there's a challenge, your, your first response is an indication, is what will show us if you truly trust God's word, if you truly believe God's word. And one of the first ways to profit from God's word, one, is to place reference on his word. See, the proof that you truly honor a man is the depth of the respect and the value that you place on his word. Let me give you an instance. There, there are people in your life that if they call you and say, tomorrow morning, come and see me. You will unfailingly you'll be there tomorrow morning. Yeah, there are people who tell you, eh, please, in next one week, come and see me. Even two weeks, you don't go. Are you getting it? So, the first way to profit from God's word is that you place reference on his word. If you don't place reference on God's word, there are things you will never see from his word. If you go to, for instance, if you go to the law court or whatever they call it, you don't pay calls there. One of the ways to show that you place reference on the word of God shows in your studies. You are studying scripture. They are calling you here. Hello, this and that. You are studying scripture. You scroll once and you watch Netflix more. You, are, you come on Twitter, you argue small. You that's why when you study, you need to off your data. Sometimes I when people call me to come and talk for them in um, early morning meetings, I don't usually like it because they make me put on my data. 
So you, one of the ways that you will profit from God's word, one, is to pay reference to his word. You are studying scripture. As you're studying, you, 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 you shift more, you go to Netflix, you watch one or two episodes, you come back and go to the scripture. You, do, you are just distracted. You do the things that you cannot do. Now, let me tell you, let me give you an understanding of what the word is. The Bible, when the apostles were here on earth, the word was with them. Are you getting it? Now, the word that is with the apostles is what you're studying. Imagine that you're with Jesus and just having a conversation with you and your phone is ringing and you're picking it. So if you cannot do it in the face of Jesus, if he was here, then you should not do it in the face of the word. Because the Bible told us, he said the word became flesh. He said, and he dwelt among us. Anything you cannot do in the face, in the front of Jesus as a human, you should not do it in the front of Jesus as the word. I don't know if you're getting it. Anything you cannot do in the presence of Jesus as human here, yeah, as flesh, then you should not do it in the in the presence of Jesus as the word. So you are studying, you gossip smoke, you make call, they call you. You see, the way we are trained, the Bible school I went to, we are trained that when we study God's word, we should even, in fact, they told us, it's not that we, I study with food. They told us that when we are studying, we are studying God's word, either we switch off our food or we take our phone far from us. But because now we are in a digital world, everybody is studying from phone so that you can have different and various versions of scriptures to compare and all that. And not even that some people compare scriptures with, not that they compare scriptures, but let's just assume that we study online so that we can compare scriptures, so that we can compare different versions of scriptures and all that. So, when you want to profit from the word of God, the first thing you must do is to place reference on God's word. Is to place reference on God's word. The way you study God's word, the attitude that you give to his word. You are studying the word of God and so many activities. Now, I understand for certain people, you know, when I was working, when I was working, I do 12 hours every day. I mean, when I was working in the secular place, because I still work, I do 12 hours every day, work almost 12 hours every day. So I have to leave the house by maybe 5.30. So sometimes I may not be awake before 5.30, but I mean, I may wake up very late and I have to put things together because I come back also very late. You know, when I come back before um, praying and um, um, put things together, sometimes 12 o'clock, sometimes 1 o'clock, before you know, all those stuffs. So when I'm going to work sometimes, you know what I do? When I when I when I get to the box, I isolate myself in one part and begin to study. They can be, I have that ability. They can be making all the noise they want to make. It's as if I'm just I'm deaf to them. I just begin to study God's word. I just begin, I just feel my I, I pay that solid attention. Because of the kind of job I have there, I may not be able to do a lot of chapters. So sometimes two chapters, three chapters, and some days when I'm free, then when I was working, when I'm free, I remember in particular they had to do 40 chapters study for me there's a reference and depth that you must give to god's word when you are studying you cannot be studying you study here you rush and fry plantain you collect one and run back to the world no if you want to study two chapters there's a reference that you must give to god's word not you study small year you call your book your book call you you come back again no when you're in the front of a judge in the in the law court can you behave like that there are things that you know that you cannot do if jesus was before you you should not do those things when you study god's word and you see one thing here, eh? there are people that, for you to, there are people that, when you are studying scriptures, they know that you are studying scriptures, they'll be talking to you. They, those kind of people, and you too, somebody talking, when I'm, when I'm beside, I'm around those kind of people. When you see that I'm studying, and you're talking to me, I will always, every time I want to study, I have to avoid you. 
So you must, you must create that depth, the reference for God's word. Reference for God's word. Reference for God's word. The way you study God's word matters. The way you do what? Study God's word matters. Because there are things, especially if you're a new believer, probably not even, there are people here they've not done cover to cover before. You've not studied from Genesis to Revelation before. But a good Bible student should do Genesis to Revelation consistently. Doesn't matter if it's um, under the law, whatever things. There are things you will understand better when you study um, the Old Testament. Do you get? So you do what? You place reference on God's word. And some of you that you've not even done cover to cover before, and you are studying every everywhere is going. See, people are talking here. You are teaching. You may not understand certain things. So you have to give rapt attention to God's word. Place value on God's word reference God's word. The way you the way you study will show us if you truly place reference on the word of God. The way you do what? The way you study the word of God shows us if you really place what? Reference on God's word. And secondly, when you show us, see, you can cry all the tears you want to teach. You can shed all the tears. You can bring the, the kind of tears that can swallow, that can swallow Lagos River. You can bring all kind of tears that can drown. If you don't, if you don't, if you don't obey God, is an indication that you don't place value on His word. During worship, you can cry, you can roll on the floor, you can speak in tongues. Is an indication, and you don't do what God's word say, says. Is an indication that you don't place reference on His word. Because if Michael Jackson come back now and sings to the people who also cry, so crying is not an indication or it's not a proof, it's not a blueprint that you truly place reference on his word. Understand that sometimes the word of God can get to you and tears can come. But if you don't do what God's word says, believe me, you don't place reference on his word. So placing reference on God's word is not just crying, it's not just tears. That you are committed in doing what God says. The book of John, chapter 14, verse 15. So if somebody can open for us. Obedience is a proof. Obedience what? Is a proof that will place reference on God's word. John, chapter 14, verse 15. Is that? Okay, sorry. If you love me, keep my commandments. Very simple. If you love me, keep my commandments. If ye love me, keep my commandments. He didn't say, if ye love me, cry. He didn't say, if ye love me, vibrate. He didn't say, if ye love me, fall and break all the chairs in the church. No. Understand that the power of God can move. The power of God can hit you sometimes. And tears can come and you can vibrate under the power. But the Bible says that if you love me, you keep my commandments. One of the ways that we know that you place reference on God's word is what? Is that you, you do the things that God sees. Is the way, number one, I said, the way that you study God's word, the way you do his word. Secondly, that you obey the things that God sees. So you cannot say you love God and you live in, in contrary to what God's word says. Tears is not enough to define that you love him. So you want to profit from God's word? The first thing that you must do is to place reference on his word. Is to place reference on his word. Is to do what? Place reference on his word. That's why they, just watch. Look at the way they, they designed the cinema. A very 
car place, school place where you can watch. You know, nobody will distract you. Nobody, because they want you to understand the movie. They want you to enjoy the movie. They want you to get the stories of the movie. They want everything. They don't want you to miss any details. So they have to package the place. A quite a good place where you can watch. In fact, they switch up the lights so nothing will distract you. So you must, you must, is that kind of, is that kind of thing that you must create when you study God's word? There are times that even people call me, my loved ones, they call me, I will pick. I will have to study. Maybe, maybe if I've not started though, but I've started, I will have to study. If I had this money, <laughs> I had to finish what I'm doing. Do you get? So you must place reference on his word. Number two, profiting from God's word. You must watch. You must delight in studying God's word. You must delight in studying God. See, don't see studying as as understand that is a is a is a routine that we must do. But again, don't see it as a punishment. Don't see that something act. Ah, study. So you now look at your Bible and go to Psalm five, the one that is very short, and study. So when they are saying you will not study your Bible today, power for you. So that guilty conscience will not hold you down. No. You must delight in God's word. The Bible says, with joy will you draw from the well of salvation. When you want to study God's word, see it as an avenue that Jesus is before you and he wants to speak to you. I don't know if you're getting it. See it as an avenue that Jesus is before you and then he wants to speak to you. Just imagine that Jesus was here and he said for you, and he said, come on to have a discussion with you. Do you know how happy you'll be? Just imagine that the president of this country sent for you, but now you are before the world. You are just body. Eh, the show was study. Let me start study. Let it not be like we study. No, there is no way the word of God can profit you that way. You must delight in studying God's word. You must be happy. Say with joy, will you draw from the well of salvation? When you when you do it, I just routine. Make you not just be like say I don't do one. Then say make you do one. So you look for small, small sound. You study one short sound. You rush against one of the episodes that is very short. You study that one. You rush again. You cannot get anything from God's word. You can't get anything from God's word. So you must be delighted when you study his word. Be happy every time you're going to God's word. Be prepared that God is going to speak to you. You see. When you have God's word in you, it is very easy for you, for you, for you to be how do I put this? That it will not sound one kind. It's one of the fastest way to be led by God. Because God at every point in time will be using his word to speak to you. The Bible says the Lord appeared to someone and she will fear his word. And his word. At every point of your life, God can because you know his word, so God can, can lead you with scriptures. God can speak to you via his word. And believe me, every day God wants to speak to you. Every day God wants to do what? God wants to speak to you every day. God wants to speak to you every day. So when you take God's word, you must delight in studying his word. Don't see it as a body. So that's one of the ways to start. Start by maybe two chapters per day. Don't pressure yourself. As you grow, you can grow more than that. In fact, I know somebody in my local assembly in Portacourt, a pastor, who told us that any day he did not study Bible at all. And in fact, I spoke to somebody that was working with him in Abuja about a few months ago, and the guy confirmed it. He told us that any day he did not study scripture at all, he will study that five chapters. 
Some of you, if they gather out the chapters you studied in the past four months, it's not up to 35 chapters. If they gather it, he said, any day you don't study his Bible at all, you study 35 chapters. That he studied from 150, 75 chapters, 150 chapters every day. Every word, every day. And when, he's, when you listen to this man speak, you will know. See, he can, he can just verbally quote all the scriptures. And when you, when you hear him speak, you, you, can, you can attest to the fact that he's given to God's word. You can do what? In fact, the day was telling us this. He was, he was teaching at about 5.30 o'clock in the evening and he told us something. He said, I've been awake since 1 a.m. in the morning till now. In studying for this meeting, Jesus Christ. If they combine, he said he studied 150 chapters, some sometimes 75. If he not study at all, 35. If they combine, it's 150. If they combine all the things that some of us have studied in one year, it's not up to 150 chapters. Some of us, even one verse, you just pick one verse, you just you pick one verse, another day, you pick a verse, another day. No, you must delight in studying God's word. In fact, it's one of the ways that is, is see, the word of God is, after, I've said this many times, the word of God is Jesus in letters. Everything that Jesus can do while he was here on earth, his word can do it. In partnership with the spirit of God. The Bible said he sent forth his word. He said his word healed them. He said and delivered them. He didn't say he sent handkerchief. He didn't send granotoy to them. He didn't send only water to them. He didn't send handkerchief to them. He said he sent forth his word. He said his word healed them. He said and delivered them from their captives. So you must delight in God's word. You want to profit from God's word. When you want to study it, you must be happy. Lord, I know that you want to speak to me. I'm also ready to hear you. Spirit of God calls me to understand. Speak to me. There is that seed. Let me tell you, when God sees that you, you place that level of sacredness towards his word, towards his word, see, he will speak to you expressly. That, that level of sacredness towards God's word, there's no way you will hear him because God himself seeing the level of respect the reference how you are you are you are always happy studying his word not when you're studying your body you are you are just with no study god's word with delight when you're studying his word you are happy when you're studying his word by then he said with joy will you dwell will you draw from the well of salvation number three make god's word Number three, make God's word the absolute authority over your life. You know, like I said earlier on, crying. You know, when they are worshiping like this, it's as if they rub. Anytime they are singing, it's as if the person singing put rub in their mouth because they will be, they will be, immediately they are crying. They are rolling on the floor. Those things are beautiful. You are, you can express yourself before the king. You can bow before, they are beautiful. But they are not, they are not, they are not. It's not people can do that thing and yet not even not place the word of God as the absolute authority over their life. See, when you want to know if a man places the word of God as the absolute authority over their life, is when we are having conversations and probably we are having arguments. And what the gospel says, let me give you a quote today, my sisters. Any man who is following God, let me show, let me just debate a bit. You're looking for a brother or you're trusting God to bring a brother to you, let me tell you something. One, 
a man who is who is following God, and in his following God, he's following another man. And in his following another man, scripture is the absolute authority over his life. Because if husband and wife, you have an argument, should you put it, for instance, <laughs> let's put it in the, in the toilet. No, somebody says, the wife says, let's put it in the bedroom. Let's put it in. So you can go back to God's word and check where did the Bible say we should put it in TV. So even though we will separate our emotion aside, we allow God's word to be the authority over our life. If you have not seen a man that God's word is the authority over his life, a man who does not tremble at God's word, hey, let me just warn you small. Yes, Kelebeti or Lebebi, you are you are you are you are going to the wrong hand. A man whose words, whose the word of God is the authority over his life, who trembles at God's word, who can tell you ah, there's something I wanted to do before, but I was studying, I found out that we were wrong. That was what God says. If you are, if the man you think you are with, or the one you want to be with, is not somebody who trembles as God's word. You don't need God to tell you. I'm telling you now that it's not the one. It's the voice of God speaking through me now. That the word of God, one of the ways to profit is that you make his word absolute authority over your life. Absolute what? Authority over your life. Where you can you can see that something is popular, that something has been there for long, is not an indication that it is correct. I was listening to a dear man of God one time, and he said he thought something about Haiti some years ago. You know, and somebody came, was attacking him. Why this person has been teaching for so so years? He said this. That person has been teaching for so so years. He said this. You you just started teaching when. We are saying this. <laughs> See, we don't judge the accuracy of God's word by how long it has been said. No. We don't judge whether something is. We judge it by what scripture says. So even if it's popular, that a lie is popular does not make it true. Does not automatically change it and make it Because this thing is 20 years. It's not. No. So, one of the ways to profit in that God's word to profit his word is that you make it the absolute authority over your life. Where you, you appreciate other people's opinion or advice, but every time you contradict God's word, you know how you fold suya paper when you are done eating it? You can fold their opinion like suya paper and throw it away. So, you do what? You make it the authority there are some of you the word of god is the absolute authority when it comes to uh maybe your when it comes to your prayer life when it comes to your study life but when it comes to relationship it's not the absolute authority over your life when it comes to finances it's not the absolute authority over your life so you must search your life and make that every corner every area the word of god is the absolute authority and even as a brother this is not that you must get married to must be a sister that the word of God is the absolute authority over her life. Is the word absolute authority over their life. You can't wake up in the morning and, be, and, and have to be explained to somebody why we don't have to go to club, even though and we don't have to drink alcohol, even though alcohol is not a sin. So you don't have to know. Boss, all things are lawful, but not all things are expedient. So you have to make the word of God absolute authority that you might have hold on to something for a very long time and you are studying and you see in god's word that this thing that you that you have been doing for long is wrong then you can quickly adjust see when you, when if you have been listening to me for for quite some times 
you will see the adjustment in my teachings. You you observe that I, I, I grow every day. You will, if you are new to my own teachings on the podcast, you will find out that there are things I've, I've, I've seen better and that I'm teaching better than before. That's why sometimes before you judge a man, you must listen to his upgraded version. You must do what? See, revelation is not progressive. We are the one who is progressive with revelation. Because the Bible said that yeah, what God has said before, he won't change it again. So revelation is not what? It's not progressive. We are the one who is progressive with revelation. In Hebrews 1 verse 1, he said, God who has sundry times in diverse manner, spake in time past unto the Father by prophet. He said, at in this last day, spoken to us by his son. So what God will not say another thing again. The Bible is not, is not um, FIFA 2023 that you have to update it. What he has said is what he has said. So revelation is not actually progressive. We are the one who is progressing with revelation. Those who say revelation is progressive, I understand what they are saying. What they are trying to say is that we are progressive with revelation. Are you getting it? So we must understand. So you make the word of God find out authority over your life. What does God's word say about marriage? He said that the best should be kept undefiled. So even though you have made a mistake, and probably you are the brother, you've had sexual intercourse, but yet you can still, you can, you cannot begin, now that you've seen it from God's word, that the Bible says you should keep yourself, you cannot begin to keep yourself now. What does God's word say about finances? What does God's word say about relationship? What does it say about so many other things? About marriage, about conflict resolution, about forgiveness, about forbearance. They are believers, tongue speaking believers. They will tell you, Me, once you offend me like this, ah, may they forgive you. I was to my own back. I was to my own. Nothing one tell me. I know they agree. Our family, our head strong that. Hey, a believer that you have the spirit of God. That the Bible says, By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples. When ye love one another, not when you speak in tongues, not when you cry on Sunday during the worship. So you must allow the word of God to have absolute authority over your life. Number four, how do you profit from God's word? You learn to speak the word. See, you see these things, speaking this word may be very, you may say, what is there speaking the word? I don't know if you know Kenneth Copeland. I think it's, it's 86 years old now, celebrated. Kenneth Copeland, 86, can walk very agile more than some people at 50 years. Kenneth Copeland can still touch his toe. Where? Touch his toe and just do those stuff. But you know one thing, when Kenneth Copeland was young, he was a man who speaks the word. He will speak to his body. He will lay his hand on his head. He will lay it on his head. He said, you will be speaking. You will not be sick. I will not, this will not happen to this body. And some people then, when they were thinking he was just speaking, you know, they were thinking all these charges. You know, as you begin to grow in your work with God, you may begin to see certain foundational things as childish. He said, we believe, so therefore we speak. So you may begin to see certain foundational things are childish. You must learn to speak God's word. Do what? And, and there's something that uh, Pastor Chris shared, that his daughter, at the age of four, was crippled. All of a sudden, she could not walk again. For a very long time. They took her to the hospital. The doctor called and said, I'm sorry, your child may not be able to walk again. And do you know what he did? He said, they will, he will call the daughter in, he will place her leg, and will be speaking God's word to that leg. 
you will speak into the bones, you will speak to the blood, you will speak to the conditions. For long, the child could know what, but he was doing it consistently. And do you know one thing? When you are speaking God's word, Satan will want to come and fight your mind. He said sometimes he will sit down and Satan will just show you how the daughter is on wheelchair, how he's on crutches. He will, he will rise up from his chair and shout God. He will just rebuke Satan. And then people will rush into his office and say, what Paul is doing? He will say, yes, I'm fighting a spiritual battle. He's a spiritual battle. We don't understand. Do you get it? So you must learn to speak God's word. He said, we believe. So therefore we speak. Over your finances, speak the word. You want to go and apply for you want to go and apply for a job. Take your certificate. When you are done praying, place it on your table and speak God's word to it. See, everything has an ear they can hear, both animate and inanimate objects. The Bible shows us that Jesus rebuked this the storm. The storm he rebuked the storm and immediately <laughs> the storm hear what immediately. So the Bible also told us that he did what it caused the fig tree. And it worked immediately. So everything has an ear, both animate and inanimate object. Your certificate can hear. I don't know if you're everything they can hear, they have they can hear these things. So you must let those speak God's word to continue. See, when you are done praying, one of the things you must let to do is God's word. In the book of Luke, chapter 4, from verse 4 down, do you see? See, no matter how much of a fasting giant that you are, no matter, no matter how much of a prayer warrior that you are. If you are not a man of the word, coupled with prayer, Satan will so Satan will so joke with you. Satan will so do much with your life. The Bible said when Jesus came down and Satan was trying to rebuke him, the word himself was quoting the word. He was not just saying, I'm Jesus now. Don't be one can say the word. Ah, you didn't want me. No. <laughs> he was quoting God's word. The word himself was quoting the word. He said, It is written. It is written. It is written. The word of God is the highest manifestation of God. You are speaking God's word to situations. See, maybe there are things in your life. You have applied for a job. You have done so many things and they are not coming. You are trusting God for finances. These are the things that I do. I take my chair and I sit down. The Bible said he will supply my needs. He said, according to riches and glory by Christ Jesus. He said, when you send me without post and script, he said, I lack nothing. Collect for those things with me not. He said, as though they were, you are sick. He said, took away my infirmity. He said, I bear my sickness. He said, that by his stripes. He said, that I am healed. These are the things I do. You speak the word to situations, to circumstances. Everything can hear. If the son can hear, everything can hear. You have been jobless for long. You take your certificate. You take it. You are walking. You are pacing your room. You are speaking God's word. No, the Bible says, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. He said, and all flesh shall see together. He said, and the, co and the covering cast shall be removed. You are, in case there's anything over my certificate that costs this, for me not to get a job, you are speaking God's word over it. Every area of your life, you are into business, the business is not doing well. You take your certificate or everything of the business, or you write a name on the book, you sit down. See, cultivate the habit of a talking section where you take God's word and begin to speak to situation. Ah, if I tell you some crazy things I do when I'm speaking to you, when I'm speaking God's word. In fact, in my room here, there are some scriptures that are the foundational scriptures of my life. Like how many of them? I can see them here. One, two, three, four, five. 
I wrote them on, on a piece of paper and I, I bought a gun that day. The way I went out to buy these things, you I was so serious about it. I went to I get I got a notebook, bought God. I wrote the things here and I paste it on the wall. So when situation, I come to those words and I begin to quote it. No, he said, but my God, he said, shall supply my needs. He said, according to his riches and glory. He said, by Christ Jesus. He said, by his, he said for the Lord, we, we, we favor with the Lord and compass me as with the shield. So you speak the word of God to situations. Your body, you do what you speak God's word. They are, see, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that don't go to hospital, don't treat yourself and all of those stuff. But there are times where sometimes you don't even have the money for that kind of sickness. So when, when, when I notice any growth in my body, he himself took away. You don't joke with God's word. <laughs> any growth in my body, I place my hand there. He said himself took away my infirmity. He said, but that by his stripes I'm healed. He said, the spirit of him that raised Christ up from the dead was in me. He said, he that raised him up from the dead shall also quickens my mortal body. So you do what? You don't just pray. You quote God's word. You speak the word. He said, you speak God's word. Over the situation. When Satan came to meet him, he was the word. He said, for it is written. For it is written. For it is written. For it is written. So one of the things I want you to learn in profiting from God's word is that you let the habit of speaking his word. Over situation, let you speak his word. Things are not going the way you think they should go. See, read the habits of talking section. I call it talking section. Where you just take your chair and speak the word over the situation. Lord, the way things are going, I don't like them. How can people uh, people are dying in my family the way they should not die? The Bible said, He said, Thou shalt go to thy father in peace. He said, Thou shalt be buried at a very good old age. He said, No evil shall be for me. He said, Neither shall be torn in my dwelling. He said, Violence shall no more be in thy land. He said, Waste not destruction within thy borders. So you do what? You speak gospel. You speak God's word. Every time you fall sick, there are people here every two, two months or three, three months, you fall sick. I see them saying something that if you're and you don't have flu, me, I don't have flu because I, I cannot carry, I don't have any money to produce a flu. So I do what? I speak the word. This body, see, I understand, like I said, when you begin to grow in your work with God, you will think all this. Speaking God's word and doing all of these things are childish things. You can begin to think all these foundational things. These were the things like men like um, Kenekopla were saying for years that they can't be sick. They will not die untimely. They were laying hands on every part of their body and they were making declaration. Some people were making jest of them and saying all these things, but they are still alive now, sound and healthy. When I see Kenekopla working, it's even more agile than certain people who are in their 40s and their 50s. To do what? See, see, you must understand that the word of God carries power. The Bible said, He sent for this word. He said, His word is healed. He said, and deliver. That word is what you have now. That word is what you have now. You have that word. See, then they were with the word. It was the word that was rebuked. Jesus rebuked the stuff. You, you have the word personal to you now. So you can take the word and create the things that you want to create. Do you know what I want you to do now? As we run down. In the next few minutes, hmm? in the next what? In the next few minutes, I want you to look at the situation in your life. There are areas that you don't you don't find is not the Bible said. He said, "Who shall find it cheap? 
he said, and find favor. He said, he obtained favor from the Lord. He said, whosoever finds me, find favor. So you make declarations of scriptures. You speak God's word over situations. So what I want us to do now, in the next two minutes, to 8.53, look at those areas in your life that you think they are very, they are not, they are not what you want them to be. I want you to speak God's word to it. I'm not saying pray. Just speak the word of God. Make declaration. Go ahead and make declaration. Don't pray. Just make those declarations. Speak God's word to those to, to that situation, that mountain. Speak God's word. I come before. Speak God's word to that situation. Just speak. I'm not saying pray. Just speak God's word. If you're sick, say by himself. He said, by his stripes, I'm healed. He said, he said, took away your infirmities and he bore your sicknesses. He said, and if the spirit of him that raised Christ up from the dead was in you, he said, he that raised him up from the dead shall also quicken your mortal body. You are trusting God for more resources. The Bible said, the Lord shall supply your needs. He said, according to the vision and glory by Christ Jesus. Oh, shekabarambe lekatos, lekobelekatash ketebarambe dedosh. You are trusting him for job. He said, We supply all your need. Your need is not only money. Job can be. Speak God's word. He said, The heart of the king is like the waters of rivers. He said, Turn it wherever that wants it to be. That the heart of men and their hands will be open towards you to favor you. He said, with favor with the Lord and compassing us with a shield. Father, we thank you. Lord, we bless your name. Father, we say thank you. For in Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Lord, we thank you for the testimonies that will come from this meeting. We thank you for the...